0: Hey folks, Josh here, back for another episode of the weekly vlog. Of course, that stupid garage door, there's a building right next to ours. I swear to God, it has the loudest garage you've ever heard in your life. So if we want to have the windows open, now this window is actually closed, but the garage for some reason is so loud. Anyways, I'm going to get off this tangent and get back to what we're here for. As you know now, if you listened to the episode from last week, or maybe watched it on YouTube, I like to go live every week. Just give you a quick update, what it's been like on my journey as a tech founder in Canada, building our immigration tech startup, Visto.ai. There goes the garage again. Jeez, it's nine o'clock, people. Aren't you already at work? Anyways. Uh, busy week lots to talk about today but as you know i like to keep these updates to about five to ten minutes so you know won't take up too much of your time Uh, busy for a few reasons number one we're actually closing up hopefully this week another round of funding for the company which is awesome long story short we've had a really good six months i think we finally found product market fit with our immigration platform which has been a lot of fun we have some great clients we're building in new awesome features I think we're headed in the right direction. But of course, as most tech companies do, we want to scale, you know, a little bit faster, grow the team a little bit more, be able to build product quicker, build new features quicker, uh, sell to more people quicker, right? And of course, as you grow, it's like that... um, you know, the the growing pains, right? As you get more customers, now you have to spend a little bit more time serving and helping and supporting those customers, right? Which takes away from other things like selling and building features and stuff like that. So anyways, luckily um, a good, or at least a good few of our previous investors are really happy with our progress and have agreed to, you know, put in a little bit more money into the company. That'll allow us to grow the team, probably on the sales and the engineering side, which is super exciting because we get to grow the team. We hopefully get to grow a little bit faster. And that's really exciting. So that was probably one of the main you know highlights of, of my week, which I'm really excited about. If you have any experience or thoughts on you know raising funds for a tech company, then always open to those thoughts in the comments. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, I don't know. Can you comment on podcasts? I don't, I don't know. But either way, I'll put a link in the description to my sub stack, uh, which you can. You know, respond to by email. A um, couple other things I wanted to talk about this week. Num- number one is I started getting a little stir crazy at home, right? As you can see, I mostly work from home. We are a fully remote company. And I almost think it's like a good thing and a bad thing when you have a good home setup, right? Because we work fully remote and our plan is to stay fully remote for quite some time. And when you know that, you start to upgrade your home setup. Right? I got a new computer chair, which you can see the top of if you're watching on YouTube. I have my dual monitor. I have a good standing desk. So the good thing about that is it's comfortable and effective when you're working from home. The problem is, especially because I'm more of a homebody, is it's hard for me to justify working somewhere else, right? Going to a coffee shop, going to the library, going to, you know, co-working space, whatever. Because then I got to bring my laptop and it's like one smaller screen and it's not as fast. And if you have to take a bunch of calls, which, you know, my weeks are filled up with mostly a lot of calls, right? Doing a lot of demos, sales calls, networking, partnership chats, stuff like that, which can be hard to do if it's like a busy coffee shop. Right. But that being said, after like five plus months of pretty much working from home, you know, 28 out of 30 days of the month, I was kind of feeling it a little bit. And one suggestion that was given to me by an entrepreneurial mastermind I'm in, which I'm very thankful for, is, hey, why don't you just block off one afternoon so that nobody can book calls with you that afternoon and then just go to a coffee shop. Right. Even if you work for two, three, four hours removes you from your office fresh headspace stuff like that so on on i got that advice on tuesday and i had noticed that on thursday i didn't really have any calls booked after 1 p.m so i just blocked off my calendar from 2 to 5 p.m so nobody else could book in i had a few calls in the morning got them done by 1 p.m went to a coffee shop um, across the street ironically not very far at all and it was just kind of nice that change of scenery right again i think people can be extremely efficient working from home but there's something about also getting out switching up your environment having other people you know working around you i don't know if you guys believe in like that energy you know like that ethereal kind of energy around you can be a positive and probably a negative thing but you know if you're in a positive environment getting that positive energy can help so that's that's one tip that that i learned this week if you're like me and, and you're, you're feel, you were feeling a little or you are feeling a little, um, you know, tired of working from home, I don't know how else to put it, then, you know, block off an afternoon or a morning slot or a whole day slot and just kind of make a date with yourself at a coffee, coffee shop or library or anything like that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to quickly talk about was took part in a really exciting webinar Wednesday morning. It was put on by Journey Business Plans, J-O-O-R-N-E-Y, which is a great company that I've had the pleasure of doing business with. They basically help create business plans for immigration applications, right? Different applications in Canada and the US and other countries, the more entrepreneurial ones, require, sometimes, very often business plans, and so there are companies that specialize in business plans for immigration applications. Anyways, they invited me on with a fellow immigration lawyer, Zainab, who knows a lot, especially about how the government is using AI and different automation and stuff like that to process immigration applications. Uh, I more so work with how immigration firms are using AI for marketing, for operations, for backend processing. You know what I mean, stuff like that. So we had an entire webinar; it ran over an hour on AI and its effect on you know Canadian immigration now and and into the future. And probably not so surprisingly, had a very good turnout. Right, I think I think there were about 120, 130 immigration professionals who tuned in live for pretty much the whole episode, which is really great because it makes for very meaningful conversation, right? We had about 20, 30 minutes of Q&A at the end after the kind of main panel was finished. And obviously a good brand building exercise, right? I think I think webinars and live video are, are still underrated, underutilized. I go live on LinkedIn every two weeks, mostly to talk about Canadian immigration. but uh, I think that uh, going live webinars, all that kind of stuff is still probably a little bit underutilized. My guess would be mostly because people are intimidated from even doing it, but all you have to do is pay for a simple webinar solution and it, it's pretty much right out of the box, right? You can you can organize it. The key to a good webinar is can you market it to enough people and get them to show up, right? But as someone like Russell Brunson would say, heck, even if one person shows up, right, you should be doing a webinar every week or two and over time you'll build a much bigger audience and bigger following. The other great thing about webinars and video content, right? Something like a a vlog like I'm doing right now, you might be listening just to the audio on podcast, but you might be watching this on YouTube, which either way, I'll put links to both YouTube and podcast and Substack in the description of whatever you're watching or listening this on. But something about video, right, just becomes a little bit more personal. And those that are watching or tuning in or listening will probably get to know you, quote unquote, a little bit more, right? The know like trust factor. Will be increased a little bit. So if you're not already, if you are, you know, trying to build a business, grow a build, grow a business, build trust with the audience, and you're not doing video, I think you're leaving food on the table, right? Maybe you're not comfortable putting your face out, blah blah blah, right? I, I don't know. I I think if you're trying to build a business, you should probably try to get over that as quickly as possible, unless it's something where you really don't have to be the face of the business, but. Um, As we all know, building the brand, building your personal brand, I think has never been more valuable and opportunistic than right now. So that's my recommendation, right? Get out there, get on webinars, host webinars, run webinars, go live, right? You never know what'll happen. For us, it certainly helped build the brand, drive a bunch of leads, start a bunch of good conversations. So no complaints there. That's it for the updates. Uh, I also like to quickly mention books, right? As most of you know, I'm always, at any point in time, always reading a book. It's most often business or, you know, biographies or autobiographies of business people. Sometimes it's fiction. Usually a couple times a year I get into my fiction fantasy kind of mood. I'm not in that mood right now. So right now I'm about halfway through rereading Crushing It by Gary Vee. I've probably read that book three, four, five times already. But I feel like especially when I'm in the social media, personal branding, need a kick in the ass mood, it's a nice, easy, light read and is so important if you're trying to build brand, build a channel, grow social media, market for your business, all that kind of stuff. I'm also um, a little bit over halfway through $100 million leads by Alex Hormozzi who if you haven't checked out, he's pretty great in terms of the free content that he puts out there. That ebook costs a little bit, right? It's, it's, it's super cheap. I think it's like 10 or 20 bucks. Uh, I'm doing the ebook. I normally like to read the hard copy, but I didn't want to pay all that much more to get, it, you know, and then wait for his hard copy to be delivered. So I just got the ebook. So both of them are really good. I think I think one theme for both of them is, number one, it will help you in marketing and sales. Absolutely. And then secondly is they both have a very casual style. They both write very casually, very easy to read, very quick to read. They draw you in, they get to the point, really good. So I I would recommend reading both of them if that's something that you're interested in. That's it for me. Another week in the books. Hopefully you enjoyed If you did, please let me know. It really helps if you're watching on YouTube, if you like and subscribe to the channel. If you have any questions or topics that you want me to discuss, feel free to leave a comment. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you very much. If you could leave a review or whatever the heck they allow you to do on the podcast platform that you're listening on, then that would be great. If you like these updates and you want to get my personal Substack email to your inbox every week, make sure to check out the link in the description below. I'll have it no matter where you're watching or listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Hopefully you're enjoying these updates. I'll keep doing them every week. Have a great week on your end, and I will see you in the next one. Take care.